0: The following safety announcement is produced by KUCI 88.9 FM and the UCI Police Department.
1: Hi, this is Officer Bukong with the UCI Police Department. Do you know the top five things thieves are most likely to steal? Laptops and tablets, smartphones, bicycles, wallets and jewelry. To prevent theft, register your bicycle for free at the UCI Transportation Office. Purchase a U-lock for your bike. Don't carry large amounts of cash or flash expensive items. Keep track of your personal belongings, Never hang your purse or backpack on the back of a chair. Keep your doors locked. And finally, write down the manufacturer, model, serial number, and MAC address of your electronics. If something's lost or stolen, report it right away. Complete the Lost and Found form online at www.police.uci.edu backslash services or call 949-824-1885. If you find something, return the item to the UCI Police Department located at 410 East Peltison Drive. Be aware and smart when it comes to your belongings and safety. For more information, visit www.police.uci.edu.
0: Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Ravine. I'm Janine. That was Lissy with Peace on Earth. And standing by to join us is empowerment coach and best selling wellness author of Joy Seeker, Shannon Kaiser. Good morning, Shannon. Hi. Good morning. Nice to have you back on again.
2: Yeah, I'm excited to be here today.
0: I was really interested in, and I shared a little bit with the listeners, how here you were trying to climb the corporate ladder, and then, it, you know, you became depressed and anxious. And that happens to a lot of people. I guess, you know, some talk about it, some don't.
2: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I was, I didn't even know it at the time, but I was chasing these peak moments, hoping that would bring me happiness. The next raise, the next, you know, the promotion, then the new location, the fancy job title. And I would get these things and I would feel completely exhausted from trying so hard to get there, but also I was like, is this all there is? And it led to a depression and anxiety, and then it actually got to a point where I said, well, wait a second, there's got to be a better way to live. And I looked at all areas of my life and what didn't feel authentic and joyful, and I gave myself permission to let go of what didn't feel good and that led me to become everything I do today, which I left my job in advertising. And over a course of 10 years, I've been writing and traveling.
0: Amazing. You know, I, Shannon, I learned this term recently because I'm reading about the science of happiness. And it's called, he, I think I'm pronouncing it right, he, hedonic? adaptation, yes. mm-hmm. So, and you're familiar with it. So I thought that was so interesting because we chase these things thinking that's going to make us happy when in fact certain things only might last six months or two months, and we think that's the end all.
2: You know, I agree, and I was in that, and so often we're conditioned to think that that is what's going to make us happy, and the joy seeker, I decided to become a joy seeker, and I dedicated a full year of my life to joy, and that's where I wrote this book called Joy, because I wanted to find the real meaning of joy. It wasn't in these outside accolades or the new thing that I just bought. I learned that joy is actually in each moment and we allow it to be instead of chasing it.
0: Amazing. So you traveled the globe, you visited 28 cities, 18 countries and four continents. Amazing. That must have been just an incredible experience.
2: It was such an amazing experience. I asked myself, what have you always wanted to do? that you haven't given yourself permission to do. And that led to, well, you've always wanted to travel the world full-time. And so I set out to do that for a full year. And the most amazing thing is it turned into this glorious journey of really understanding the meaning of life and where we can access joy and who we are meant to be. That's really, as I wrote and documented the process, that's what Joy Seeker is, this journey we go on to discover true happiness.
0: Mm. Did you travel alone?
2: I did, you know. It's interesting because I wanted people to come, but that's a big journey, yes, <laughs> so it's a lot a of people couldn't come. <laughs> However, I did have people like my mom came to visit me in Croc, and I, you know, I find when you travel alone, you actually meet more people because you are more open and you are solo, so people want to talk to you. And I made lots of friends that are now my forever friends from that journey.
0: Oh, I love it! So, uh, what was the process like, you know, writing this book?
2: so crazy because each place that I went became this giant metaphor for whatever section I was writing about, and I didn't even know it at the time. Like, for example, (laughs) there's a whole chapter called Paris Syndrome, and this is a real syndrome that affects travelers, mostly Japanese, Asian tourists that go to Paris. They have such high expectations of seeing the Eiffel Tower, and then when they see it, they're completely let down because they're like, oh, is this all there is? And I was doing that on my journey. I'd go to Portugal or Barcelona, and I, I feel these, these amor, like, feelings of I have to, just this is going to be the best thing ever. And I'd get there, and I was like, oh. And I was experiencing the Paris Syndrome in all these countries, and then I said, wait a second. This is what I've been doing in every part of my life, expecting things to be a certain way. And then when I live them or get there, it's not. So the number one thing we can do to reach joy, I call them Joy Busters is to identify where you 're looking at expectations, and that 's a joy it robs us from our joy, so release your expectations, and that changed my journey. Everything became more fulfilling after that
0: yeah it 's really like we 're not present, we 're not being mindful we 're always anticipating.
2: It's so true, right? and we do this in our own life, sitting at home, like here we are in the Christmas holiday and the new year, and we're thinking about next, 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 even mm-hmm. when we're at work in meetings, we're not always present, and so the biggest gift we can give to ourselves is to be more mindful and be more present, and there's certain tools you can use by just like breathing, and I share in a book, like just just be present, you know, take a moment to just breathe. That's one good way to pause.
0: Yes. So you have a website, Play With The World. Tell me about that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so playwiththewild.com started actually back when I've been doing this work for 10 years, and I wanted a resource to have inspiration, motivation, and tools for myself and others to just feel more joy in life, to feel connected to themselves. So there's videos, there's blogs, there's lots of meditations. It's a resource to feel good when you're feeling stuck.
1: Mm-hmm
0: was was this experience of traveling you know around the world were there times where you were nervous I mean you know a lot of times as women we can be apprehensive feel uncomfortable or were you never like that
2: well I think that's a good question it's interesting because fear I, I'm a pretty savvy traveler I've, I've been a travel journalist and as a, a retreat leader I, I travel quite a bit but while I was doing this trip the biggest fear actually came two days before I left for my trip I woke up before and i was packing and i had this anxiety in my stomach and i was like oh my gosh what is this and i started to get blurry vision and oh, i said yeah. wow my fear is so loud my fear my inner voice was saying who do you think you are traveling the world what do you try to prove this is such a stupid idea it was so loud and toxic uh-huh. and that's when i realized our fear gets the best of us right before we're getting ready to step into something we've never done And stepping forward into our dreams and our greatness as soon as i took that step to pack as soon as i started to just out my fear it became better and while i was traveling i had no fear that was even comparison to that that's incredible
0: it's good you kind of got that over with it's really like a combination of fear and all this negative self-talk we you know throw at ourselves
2: it's so true that self-doubt is a killer for us, and that's also one thing that really blocks us from joy. So it really is about self-compassion, self-love, and choosing yourself and saying, you know what, I want to be happy because when I'm happier, my family's happier, the people around me at work are happier, and we take these steps to really uplift ourselves, but really it's bigger than us. It's about choosing joy for the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have a kind of a wellness secret that you you know walked away with from traveling?
2: Oh, that's beautiful. The the whole entire experience taught me that the joy is in the moment and we don't have to chase it. The real wellness secret is the mentality that the journey is the reward. And Mm -hmm. I used to put so much pressure on myself, and that's actually a Chinese proverb. But when we can just start to recognize that life is always unfolding, it's this glorious great adventure, and there will be highs, and the world be lows, and we don't have to be joyful all the time. And as far as happiness goes, you see we're all trying to be happy, but happiness is fleeting. Joy is a state of being, and you can still find joy even in the dark moments.
0: The gentleman I had on uh, first, David Oates, was talking about finding joy in nature, and I remember being about mm, maybe 10 years old, and I was in the Virgin Islands, and I was standing on these massive boulders and just looking up at the night sky, and it was just, I I couldn't even speak. It was so captivating, and I had a lot of fears and stuff going on when I was little, but I remember looking up at that moment and thinking, this is amazing.
2: It's beautiful. That is exactly what happened to me when I was traveling. I'd have moments where I would just be so awestruck, and it was all worth it, and then the very next day, I'd miss a flight. I'd be sleeping on the airplane floor. I'd be exhausted, and That was such a representation of life and I love that you found that in nature because nature is one of the most important things for us we I think when we get out into nature and marvel at the beautiful mountains or the ocean or just hang out in the park Mm -hmm. we feel better instantly I have a daily practice where I actually go into nature even when it's raining and I just I just allow myself to be grateful for nature I sometimes take my shoes off and put it on the grass I, a love real
0: that. Feeling. I love that you know especially this time of year where you know the holidays can be kind of depressing for people and but having some kind of coping mechanism to go out there and take a walk and you know breathe the fresh air i don't know where you live where Where are you calling in from
2: i'm in portland oregon so it's definitely okay. rainy out here that's
0: so funny that's where david is from <laughs> oh my gosh we're <laughs> yeah that's so funny um so, yeah, I mean, that's a beautiful... I've never been, but I've heard it's absolutely beautiful.
2: It is. I love being out here on the West Coast because, you know, especially in Portland, you're an hour away from the Oregon coast and then just an hour away from a beautiful mountain hood, lot, one of the largest forests is here. I love hiking. And actually, I start my day with a nature walk with my dog. And, okay. and that's one of the most powerful things we can do is have a morning practice or even an evening practice instead of, you know... Watching, you know, whatever we're watching until the very, till we just fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Have kind of a a meditation or a gratitude practice that you do in the evening because that sets you up for success overnight. And the next day, in the morning, I connect with nature, and that's how I feel better.
0: I love it. It's a great way to start the day.
2: Yes, for sure. No matter where you live.
0: I want to mention in your book, The Joy Seeker, uh, there's a plan. Uh, you talk about getting unstuck and discovering what matters most, regaining hope and faith in yourself, others in the world, discovering the poetry within, the special thing that makes you so unique. I love that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's special because I think we're all chasing. The whole Joy Secret process is about stop chasing, stop looking for happiness outside of ourselves because it's exhausting us. We're overwhelmed and we're just trying to measure up to this elusive fair. And the poetry within is that special thing that makes you feel alive. And there's a whole process. I take people in my coaching programs through this and then in a book. So the first time I'm sharing it in, in a book. There's a whole section where there's strategic journal questions, such as um, you know, what brings you incredible joy. And you go through this process where you tap into what makes you you. And then you start living that daily, and that's where the true joy is because you're being authentic to
0: yourself. Amazing. I want to mention that uh, Shannon Kaiser, who we're speaking with, is the best-selling author of five books on the psychology of happiness and fulfillment, an international life coach, you're a speaker and retreat leader, and uh, you've been named a Top 100 Women to Watch in Wellness by Mind, Body, Green. That's fantastic. That's no, beautiful. Thanks. Now, your website, you want to give that out to the listeners?
2: Yeah, playwiththeworld.com. And there's actually a free audio meditation when you go on there to help you visualize your ideal life and connect with making 2020 the best year possible for you.
0: Fantastic. And you're on social media as Shannon Kaiser, K-A-I-S-E-R, writes.
2: Correct. Yep. Love posting positive things on. hope to see you guys there.
0: Anything else you want to leave the listeners with?
2: No, I hope you have a beautiful holiday season, and thank you. My Take pleasure.
0: You, you too. Thank you so much, Shannon.
2: Okay, bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye. That was Shannon Kaiser calling in. If you missed any part of our conversation, I'll be up on the show blog. Right now, all her info is on there. Get org. We're going to listen to music from Amanda Marshall and a couple of other, other artists, and then Sheldon Abbott is standing by with Cure for the Blues. And I do want to mention that KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram at KUCI-FM. We're on Tumblr, blog.kuci.org. And we're on Facebook at KUCI-889. And if you want to find out about being a guest on my show, all you have to do is shoot me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at KUCI.org.